morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. Morning, bitches. Welcome back to Wellness for Real. Y'all, did you know this is our 10th episode today? How exciting of the 2.0. And I have Skylar here with me, my co-host. And I have Felicia with us today. The OG real co-host. How you guys doing? Good. Good, yeah. Except for the weather here. I walked out, it was 87 on Wednesday, and I walked outside and there's snow today. So that was like yes. Literally, look at this. I'm standing in front of my window. Snow. It was just 80 degrees the last like three days. I had my air conditioner on because it was so hot. <laughs> Besides that, good. I hate the Midwest. I'm leaving for Florida tomorrow and it could not come at a better time. That's so fun. I just got back from Mexico. It was Ooh. So yeah, tell us what you've been up to, Felicia, since we heard from you last. Uh, I think like... I feel like I'm in a really good place, but I feel like the last, between the last recording, like probably the last almost year, it's taken me that long to get there. Like I really sort of had to find peace with the fact that I'm getting older in life, like not that old, but kind of old. Um, and also my life has just changed so much. And I really struggled with adjusting my, like even just my wellness routine to that and not just what I'm eating, but my exercise, just everything. And I sort of adapted the sort of diet mentality with my wellness routine, like mm-hmm. where it was like, well, if I can't do it the way I was doing it, then, then I'll just not do it. Or I would miss a day. So I would just, I'll start over on Monday. So then I, and that was sort of this really weird mentality that I wasn't really aware of because it wasn't food focused, if that makes sense. So it really took me a long time to sort of figure out what was going on. Um, because my life is really different than it was and I can't do what I did before and I had some injuries and some things like that and so I really had to come to peace with the fact that in different stages in your space things have to change and they can't even though it was great and I had a lot of success I think I just was grasping at having that and so it was this little hamster wheel that I found myself on and and, and I'm there. It took me a while, but now I'm in a space where I'm like, okay, this is what I can do. And this is what feels good. And I think in that process, I also sort of lost my, like, kind of like my ability to tune in, like, kind of like, am I hungry? Am I not hungry? But it was also like, what do I need for exercise today? Like, I'm really exhausted. I'm, I'm tired. Do I need to walk for 40 minutes and lift weights? No, I should probably do yoga today. So just being okay with not having this hardcore I'm doing this Monday Wednesday Friday Tuesday Thursday I'm doing that because I was able to do that during COVID I was home every day and I am not anymore um so I feel good like today I just feel like I've sort of figured that out a little bit but it took me a long time 
to get there. But I'm there. Yeah. Well, um, I'm super happy for you. And I think that that's like, it's an important lesson, right? Like, oh, even like for me right now, like with everything I have going on in life, like when we're in that middle part where like things are happening, but they're not happening quickly. And you're kind of just feel like you're like stagnant or (laughs) yeah, that like almost that waiting, like you're like waiting for shit to go down or like to be better or whatever but like that middle part is so important because that's the part where you really have to learn to be like in tune with yourself and like slow yourself down and calm yourself down and not have that all or nothing mentality right it's hard for me um it's just yeah. I've struggled that with that my whole life you know what I mean with everything um and you know and my husband's the same so yeah that doesn't help um but also for me I think I just came to this place I'm turned 53 this year and I just was like hey I know girl happy birthday it was just your birthday recently it was the 6th of April so happy birthday thank you thank you and I but I really needed to sort of like I'm not 49. That sounds really weird to say, but like where I was there, where I am now. And I also just really want to enjoy my life in a way that doesn't feel so overwhelming. And Mm -hmm. I own a business and that is overwhelming. So I hired my first employee since COVID just a few days ago, which took me three months because uh, people are crazy. And like, I mean, I had some of the weirdest interviews and I mean, I probably went through 200 resumes to find. Ooh, what's the weirdest interview you had? Oh, can you share that? Well, one of them, I would say it wasn't so much the weird, it was just so off putting. So the person did the zoom. So I do, I have a process and the first process is zoom just so we can weed people out. Yeah. And he did the zoom on his phone, but he was moving the whole time. Like just walking around and pacing on his phone on the Zoom, so I could see his dirty dishes, his laundry, his ears most of the time. Like I mean, and I felt dizzy from it. Like my business partner and I were like texting each other, like, "What is what going the on? hell?" I mean, it was just so weird. Like I mean, it was just like, dude, you got to sit down. Like this is not gonna work out. So I mean, it was just a lot of strange things like that, and just how right now I think it's just really hard. I think young people um, expect to make $100,000 with no work experience and they're still in school. I mean, like just this sort of weird sense of entitlement from a a, a really specific generation of people is hard to work around. It's hard to find that person that I was looking for. So that's why it took so long. One down and one to go. But so even that for me is huge. Like it's just huge. I I have not had any help for a year. When you talk about entitled like generation, are you talking about millennials? Are you talking about Gen Z or like maybe somewhere in the middle? Somewhere in the middle. Both of us. So it's somewhere in the middle. I mean, Skyler, are you you Gen Z? Yes. Okay. Listen. Oh, look at us. We have like, we have like all, we have everything covered here. I'm a And you're a a Gen X, right? I, I don't know, dude. I might be like a boomer. I don't know where I'm at. Like, I feel you're like not a boomer. boomer. You are not a boomer. <laughs> okay, wow. No, but I just Gen X. But I have 20 independent contractors that work for me. And they're okay. all of, of different age groups. And they all fall within that. And some of them are incredible. It's not that. It's just, I'm just noticing with this interview situation, I've got a lot of people that are like, literally their work experience is not, you know what I mean? You know, and, and I'm okay with 
people not having experience in what I do, because it's a lear- it's something you can learn. You don't need a college degree, but I do need you to have some skill sets that fall into place some computer skill, things like that. But I'm very open because I feel like if someone gets the right opportunity, they'll go yeah. for it, you know, and I want to offer that to someone. But I was like, uh, you know, one person had, here are the 40 days I need off before an interview. You know what I mean? Like, you're not <laughs> even hired. Like, what is going on? Like, you know, after you're hired <laughs> for the day, okay? So, so it's just an interesting situation because I haven't had to do that in a really long time. But it was like hundreds of, of resumes that I had to weed through. And one person oh, did a Zoom meeting and her camera didn't work. And it just kept going like she dropped and then we could see her, but we couldn't, we couldn't see her, but she could see us and her camera kept going. Like she kept dropping from zoom and I'm pretty sure I made a comment and she heard it. Like, she's like, Hey, I just, you guys know, she sent me an email. I can hear you guys. I'm like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> so yeah. Cause I'm like, listen, if you're going to have a zoom meeting as an interview, use your phone. Like, I mean, like part of this job is problem solving. And if you can't figure out how to show your face in an interview, like it ain't gonna work out. Like, right. So it was something interesting, but it was for me, that's one more thing that I have been missing because I'm working 12, 13 hours. I do events on the weekends, I'm working those. And so I'm just really ecstatic about being able to sort of live a life a little bit that feels like it's not about my job, but for me personally. So. Yeah, that's amazing. And I said a lot. I'm like, <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure our listeners missed you. So I'm sure everybody's happy to hear what you've been up to and and how you've grown over the yeah. last year. So life is similar. It looks the same as far as, you know, I'm working and doing those kinds of things. And I, I, it was the first time I've traveled really with my husband since COVID. So that was really nice. And my daughter is doing good. She'll graduate in the fall. Wow. Well. So Yay. yeah, a little early and her boyfriend goes to USC. But she's figured out a way to go there every other month. So I'm like, I know this girl's going on more vacations than me. What is up? So, um, and I think she's gonna go to graduate school in California, which I'm pretty excited about because I can go and visit. So yeah, I feel like life is, it's it's in a. It, I feel a little balanced for the first time in a long time. So, love that, love that yeah. for you. So yeah. how's how's your week been, Skylar? It's been pretty good. Um, been doing rehearsal. That's been taking up a lot of my time. Um, my eating has been great. I talked about it a little in my stories, but I've been really struggling with my uh, disordered eating. I don't even know what to call it, but, um, with that, so I'm getting a dietitian appointment set up. Um, I had to cancel the one that I had initially because they only do, they don't do in person. And apparently my insurance only takes in person now. I guess the pandemic is over. Like, what is that even like? What? So weird. But, um, yeah, so I have to go in person. So I found a place it's just my, my primary care doctor um, that I can go. So that's great. Um, but it's not until like a whole nother month, which sucks. Um, yeah. But I, I was working with my therapist to try to like come up with a game plan until then. Um, so going to be working on that. Um, doing some meditation, some more like just focusing on what I really want and like so that in the moment it's easier for me to make decisions and not, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like it's easier for, I want to be able to be calm and like self-assured so that when it comes time so that I'm feeling like I want to, you know, overeat or like overindulge that I can be like, okay, what I really want, like think about it, center Mm -hmm. myself, things like that. Um, So working on that, but 
generally this week has been pretty good. Um, really busy, but busy can be good. <laughs> so I'm not complaining. Yeah, for sure. Keeping yourself busy definitely keeps you also distracted, right? Yeah. Um, so with like struggling with disordered eating and all of that, like that can be so complex, um, obviously for all of us. And it's so different for each of us. It looks different for everybody. Our experiences are also different. So I'm just curious, like if you want to share a little bit more about like what, you, what specifically you've been struggling with, just, you know, maybe to help anybody else who might be struggling with that too. Yeah. So, um, I, so for rehearsal, I'm usually out, I'll get, I get to get out on the later side of the evening. So like I might be driving home at like 1030 and I'll pass cookout and I already have eaten, but I'm like, or so just some place that's open and I just have like. Like, I'm not hungry, but I have this, like, weird compulsion to just go and eat everything. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I can't even describe it. It's, like, it, like, it feels funny to say, like, it just, like, takes up my body. I'm, like, just, like, I'm not going to drive through. I'm not going to drive through. And then as soon as I'm literally saying that, I'm, like, pulling off. And I'm, like, what is wrong with me? And, like, I, in my head, I know that I will feel so terrible afterwards, like, emotionally and physically because I'm not hungry. And emotionally, I feel guilty. And, like, and I, I, I don't know. That's a whole other thing I need to unpack. But. I feel bad emotionally and physically, but, um, but I still do it. And it's like coming back to something that I know that I don't even want, but like, I feel like I don't even know how to describe it, but it's really difficult. Um, and there's of course a big emotional component to it. Um, it's like almost like feels like a self-sabotage kind of thing in a way, um, because things have been going pretty good for me, but also I feel like when I get stressed from, outside things like like work and theater and all that stuff I do tend to do it more um so I think I'm trying to also ground myself in these other things that I'm doing and making sure that I'm managing my stress well but um and it's just thing and then it also it's like usually I'm eating in secret so like I'll do it because I know that I can like it's like almost my opportunity I'm like I'm thinking about it like I don't even want to do this like why am I thinking of the opportunities to do it and it's like so it's it just I feel like it's a lot, with a lot of self-destructive behaviors, it's, um, there's a lot of reasons for it and you don't even necessarily know them until you dig deep, but it's, it can be a lot and it's, it in itself is stressful. Like I'm doing it cause I'm stressed and then like, I'm making myself more stressed by doing it. And like, literally what is wrong with my little peanut brain? <laughs> <laughs> oh my I like I, literally I have been, I think we've all been there and some of it is just it's a habit you have to, to make yeah. feel better when you're overwhelmed. And some of it is really, it's not simple, but it's, it's, you've created a pattern of this is how I handle something mm -hmm. so hard to freaking break. I mean, it is. And like, so hard. I, I, I literally have these same moments and it's mm -hmm. really same, same. Yeah. And I think like, it's something I've done for so long. Like, I don't know that I didn't really do it as a kid. I mean, I did like eat in secret, but it wasn't, wasn't getting to the point where I feel like until high school I could drive myself that it really became like a thing for me because I could really eat in secret like I could take the car and I could go and I could eat somewhere but my garage way at the grocery store no one would ever know versus that home you had to like sneak and be like okay I'm gonna and it's just like so weird to think like I've had my license for probably 10 almost 10 years now so I've been driving around and like doing all this stuff and like even in college it got pretty bad too but uh, there was a time where I wasn't I didn't feel so bogged down by it and I wasn't living I wasn't living to eat and it was so 
nice and I think about that and I'm like I don't know what the difference is between then and now but I was doing at one point I was doing really good and then I'm so it sounds silly I feel like but my dog died and I really used her as my emotional support so like it was really hard to adjust and so like I didn't know what else to do mm-hmm. and so I turned to food because that's all I had known my whole life besides this dog um so I have a cat now and she's a wonderful and I love her it's not quite the same because she <laughs> <laughs> she's a cat um but and I also don't have that like I grew up with a dog that same dog so it's not like the same kind of emotional bond even though like now it was used by it's like my dog was my sister versus my dog being like my or my cat being my child <laughs> it's like don't it's like a, <laughs> it's a whole thing <laughs> but um deal to lose your childhood dog I mean that's huge yeah it really took a toll on me I had to start therapy again I was doing I was really doing so well in my life I was like on top of the world and then that like one thing just like I just like fell I don't know it was it's it sounds silly to say and I feel like I preface that because I don't want other people to think like that's dumb because like before I lost a pet I really was like it's just a pet and then I lost my pet and I was like okay this is actually like yeah it's a lot more than that like it is like when you I had her from nine to twenty that's a long time Mm -hmm. that's like more than half my life so like for me it was like I'm losing this person who's been there for almost the whole time I can remember existing. Um, so it was it was hard, but I still think about her all the time. I love her dearly. If I would ever get a tattoo, I'd get a tattoo dedicated to her because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she, and I wish um, they didn't give us the option um, at the vet. Like you can get a paw print of like their specific paw print, but I think I might do a paw print at some point. Even when I'm a little bit older because I still feel like right now, I like doing theater it's hard I need to find a place that's like easy to hide for because I do have piercings and that is a whole thing too but like when you're doing theater and like social children's theater like sometimes they don't want sometimes it's fine to have tattoos sometimes it's not appropriate for like the time period or something like that and they want you to cover it up and I'm like I don't want something that's hard to cover up so I need to think about more like that oh, but like um, those kids are gonna be like they didn't have tattoos girl. back then like, <laughs> well, okay. it's more like the adults like and it's like oh, sometimes okay. it's easy to cover up like the kids theater is like no big deal like, although uh, we're supposed to be playing kids a lot of the time, so sometimes, like, I'm sure some kid will be like, that's weird, but, you know, they don't really, they don't know and care. But I'm I like, feel sometimes like tattoos like, and piercings are so, like, normalized so normal. now. Like, they are. has them. But it's just, yeah. like, cool. Like, it's just yeah, perfect. I used to work for Disney, and it was, like, literally not okay. And then as time went on, it was just, like, as long as you don't have something that, like, is going to scare a kid. You know, yeah. like, you know, like offensive or coming out or whatever. They're cool. Yeah. Cause like, I know I was um doing a, a piece um a couple of years ago, I guess it was before COVID, like 2019 maybe. And the actress had to, she had like a big tattoo on her shoulder, but like the dress was like lacy. And so she had to like cover it up um, because it was like, it looked like, I think it was because it looked funny because like, you're like, you spend the whole play like, what is that on her shoulder? And like, you wouldn't know it was a tattoo because it was like partially covered. So it's like mm-hmm. a whole thing. So they like, they were like, it's, it's like one of the people who came to see the show in the preview was like, what is that on her shoulder? And like, and they were like, okay, well, we're, they, they were hoping that they didn't have to cover it up, but then they did. But so some things aren't a big deal, but like other things, depending on how it's covered, it can make it more distracting to be like, oh, like, why is there a purple patch and, like, her whole back? And then it's, like, because you can, like, half see it and half can't. So it's a whole thing. But um, for the most part, it's not an issue. But I think I also need to think more about a tattoo because I'm very indecisive. And I've been thinking about this for years. But also, I'm, like, 
I'm just not ready right now. I'm just, I always think of myself as a child. I'm like, I'm only 14. And then I'm like, Skylar, almost 25. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, a, I'm just a little lad, but I'm really not. Like I'm, I literally just bought a car. Like I have a car note and I'm like, little kids don't have car notes, Skylar. You gotta, you gotta grow up at some point. But, um, you're so young though. You're learning. I know I'm so young. I'm, I literally, I think it's like the hard part is like compared to everyone else in my life, I am a baby, but like I'm not. In, rela- in reality it's like a weird place to be I'm like my sisters are having kids and my brother is like buying a house and I'm like I bought a car which is great but like before I bought a car I was like what do I ha- like what I'm like literally just sitting here with my parents and I'm like so <laughs> yeah I so like my, my brother is a year older than me and he has I mean he's still struggling in a lot of aspects as everyone does but he like on paper he's doing so well and I'm like like he has a great job he's a house he has a wife and I'm like I feel like only being a year behind him, it's so weird because, like, I'm in a totally different spot in my life. But also, I'm trying to remember that we're different people, obviously. And my life path is not going to be the same as his. Um, Even if we did follow identical things, we still wouldn't end up with the exact same life. So I'm happy with where I'm at. Even trying to compare myself to people too much because you never know what's going on behind the scenes also. Um, But I really – I am happy with where I'm at, like – I honestly love living with my parents and I'm, I'm, me and Marlena have talked about this like living with their parents is pretty awesome as long as you have great parents um right <laughs> sometimes it's and not but it. yeah <laughs> but like as for me like I I really enjoy it like we have a good relationship there are some parts that I'm trying to work on and being better a roommate um because I am like I do have ADHD and so I forget things very quickly so I'll, like leave Same. things rotting in the fridge and I'll be like oh I did not remember it <laughs> it's like things like that I'm trying to get better about but um in general I feel like it's really nice to like just have roommates who you you'll fight with and then they'll make up because they're your parents you know like right they have as long as they're little fights yeah they have to they have to put it with me <laughs> and then they're not gonna they never kick me out so it's like you know like it's a thing where it's like you know and of course I am looking to move out at some point but they're like not pressuring me to move out it's like a very like I do pay like a small amount of rent just to like help with the bills and stuff but it's just a really nice situation for me. Um, and I really wanted to move out a lot at one point. I was like, I hate this. And then I re- like really thought back on it. And I was like, I have a good thing going. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not trying to ruin left, this. Is someone who left their parents' house for like over a decade and now I'm back? Like, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy I it. After I moving home from college, home. moving home after college was so hard. But like, now that I've adjusted, I'm like, yeah please I'm never leaving <laughs> the more you appreciate it too I swear yeah. like I like love hanging out with my parents and just like I don't know it's, me too it's they're so like we fun. have stuff to do they're like we yeah. have stuff we want to do and I'm like what is your problem like I want to hang out with you and they're like uh... they're like we actually have plans without you yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like we're going to Cancun and I'm like without me they're like mm, you're like yeah. you give me a ticket <laughs> very rude I love that. Well, I hope that um, connecting with a nutritionist definitely helps you work on like those food things that we all have, right? The rules and the guilt and the shame, like that's Mm -hmm. where all of our issues lie. Um, But it is so hard to unlearn that stuff. And it is so hard to rewire our brains because it's literally how we are all taught to function, right? Like we Mm -hmm. all grew up with all these like stupid food rules and like for those of us who struggle, especially with disordered eating and eating disorders and all of these complex things around food and our bodies, oh, it's a huge step to even just be like, 
taking that, that step, right. And moving in mm-hmm. that direction and to be self-aware. Um, so I'm really proud of you, Sky. Thank you. Well, how's your week been going? Um, my week has been pretty good. Um, just been over here collecting data, dating. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I will say, I think I'm pretty done with apps. Um, yeah, I dabbled in the apps for a little bit and I'm realizing that the people on the apps aren't the people really that need to be the people I want to be connecting with. Um, so actually I was talking to a friend of mine and she's like, girl, what you need to do is just hang out where the rich men go. <laughs> so like you need to go like downtown by the courthouse where all the lawyers go after work, you know, to the restaurants for happy hour and go to casinos and nice hotels and just go and sit and sit at the bar, look good. And um, yeah, so that's, I'm going to find me, I think some rich men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, you know, it's funny. Cause like when I first started dating, I was like, oh, this is so fun. But now I'm starting to see like what everybody talks about, like how men ain't shit and people are just like everybody just seems to be out here just like playing games mm-hmm. like everything is like it's a fucking constant chess game oh. and I'm just like I just want to find somebody who like adores me and wants to like buy me stuff and like take me out. <laughs> um, be nice to me and you know all that stuff but you know, know it's yeah it's it's not quite that simple um, but in all of that collecting of data I've been doing, I've really like, I guess it's more so about like what's important to me, you know, when it comes to like finding just people in general to be in your life, right? Like, um, I used to be more in the mindset of like anybody who was like willing to have me in their life, I would be there, you know, anybody who's like cool or whatever, like, um, it, I never felt like I was the one selecting the people around me. And it's like now mm-hmm. where I'm at in my life, like I really realized like you get to choose who you surround yourself with, you know, and we surround ourselves with the people that treat us the way we feel like we deserve to be treated. And to be at this stage of my life and like, and in this journey, um, I'm like, wow, I'm really starting to realize that I want more and that I want that I have higher standards and I'm like the dots are all connecting like with self-love like people are always like well how do you learn to love yourself you know and I think that like I mean even I thought about self-love for so long as like affirmations and be nice to yourself and self-care and you know filling your cup and doing all these things but I'm really starting to realize that a big piece of self-love that I've been missing is having standards and keeping the people in your life to those standards and setting those standards and boundaries right away. You Mm -hmm. know, not waiting until shit is bad to be like, well, why are you treating me this way? Well, I gave you access to me and I allowed this to happen. Um, And even just like ignoring little things, you know, like women, we are so intuitive. We have we just have this like magical power inside of us, you know, that we really have been taught to suppress. I feel like, uh, where <laughs> you no, know, right. And it's funny. Cause like, if you look back at like any relationship, romantic friendship, whatever that ended or didn't 
you know, didn't go well or whatever. And you think about it and you're like, did I know that this person wasn't right to be in my life? Yeah, I, I knew that shit right away, right? But like, we ignore those things. Why do we do that? I don't know. It's easier, I think, sometimes. I, that's what, for me. I mean, I would agree with you. I definitely, in the back of your head, there's that little, you know, happening, but you overlook it because sometimes I think it's hard to set standards. Sometimes it's hard to walk away from people. Sometimes it's hard to acknowledge that you deserve more. And mm -hmm. so it's like, and if you're doing that since you're young, like high school, even a junior high, you know what I mean? Or yes. school, like, you know, Sammy, mm -hmm. get me, but we're still friends, whatever it is. I think a pattern happens and it's really, um, it's hard, I think. Yes. And then even at my age, it's like my circle has gotten a lot smaller mm -hmm. and COVID really helped that. There are some people that I didn't have to be like, yeah, you're out kind of a thing. It just naturally happened and I didn't have to say anything. But, you know, as you do change in life, and you get, if you have children, grandchildren, I have kids, grandkids, you know, that gets bigger and your friend group sort of like the people that matter really have to matter because mm -hmm. my time is this, you know what I mean? So if I'm the one that has to do all the work or you're a lot of drama, you know what I mean? Like, cause you know, in college, I liked drama cause it wasn't mine. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, mean? I still like drama and that's why I watch reality TV. <laughs> But, like, yeah. but I don't want it in my life. Right. You know? As you get older, it's like, you know, it becomes your drama. Their drama becomes your drama. And it's totally. a different, it feels different. And But it's yeah. hard when you've had a pattern with someone for a long time, even if it's a friend or a family member. Family mm -hmm. members are real hard to get rid of. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or like put the boundaries up. I mean, it's hard. It's it is. Hard. It's, so, it's so hard. And it's easy to talk about this stuff and be like, oh, I'm going to love myself by setting my standards and setting my boundaries. And I'm going to do this and be this person, but like actually applying those things in the moment and applying those things, like when you need to, or when you're in a situation or you're trying to change a circumstance is a lot harder to put into, but it's a practice, right? It's just like everything else. We just got to practice it. And over time it gets easier and it becomes our normal. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been, um, that's what I've been doing this week, just reflecting on all of that. And actually, Monday, the day that this episode airs, um, I'm leaving for Florida for the week to go visit a girlfriend of mine. Um, and it's actually, well, would have been, or I guess technically still is because I'm still legally married. Um, it's seven-year wedding anniversary or marriage anniversary um, tomorrow. So I've been really reactive and emotional Um over this last week um I keep it more like to myself but like I've been affected by other people's behaviors um that like really aren't like that big of a deal but like I, it's I, I'm starting to realize that maybe it's a little bit deeper for me and it's like I need to be acknowledging um the grief and the the changes that are happening in my life even though like I feel good about it even though I don't miss my husband honestly or you know miss the relationship or anything like there's still so many complex emotions around all of it so I think this week coming up is going to be um a lot of things it's going to be really fun and really great but also going to be a lot of emotions and processing um and doing my best not to bury things down. It's hard. 
be hard to do sometimes. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. And you guys, this is really exciting. So I'm going to Florida and my boyfriend from when I was 14 years old. Um, so when I was 14, I lived in Milwaukee and then my mom changed her job and we had to like abruptly move to Minnesota. And it was like very traumatic for me. Um, like I, I hated it. Um, but he was my boyfriend at the time. And obviously like we were teenagers, so didn't last <laughs> long distance. didn't work out too well. Um, I haven't seen him in 22 years and he is actually driving up because he lives in Florida, um, like four hours from where I'm going to be, but he's going to drive to see me and we're going to hang out. Okay. That's awesome. I love that. So, that is so cool. That's so, so exciting. Fun. And I don't expect like anything to come of it. Fun. Um, it, but yeah, it's fun and it's going to be so healing for me. I'm like, I don't think you realize like how healing this is going to be for my soul. Like I'm so excited to like see him and spend time with him and just, I mean, that's so how, and who ever gets that opportunity? Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> so crazy. Like, everything in my life just is coming like full circle. Like, it's just so weird. Like I'm back in my high school bedroom. I'm living in the town <laughs> that I went to high school in. And like, now I'm meeting up with my boyfriend from, or ex-boyfriend from like 20 years ago. Um, and kind of healing that part of me, someone that I thought I would never see again, you know? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Life is exciting. I know it's it's a lot of things isn't it it's exciting yes I'm I'm very much so looking forward to it so all that being said um going to Florida like obviously I've been on my single girl stuff I've been drinking I've been you know eating a little bit more than normal um just indulging enjoying life and stuff having fun <laughs> Yeah, but like going on this trip, like I'm going, I'm staying with a friend. I put in a Walmart grocery order. So I have all my normal foods, you know, that will keep me full. So when we do go out and do stuff, I'm not hangry and starving and I'm not uh, putting myself in a situation. Yeah, to like make decisions based out of anxiety. Um, and like Skylar earlier, when you were talking about that, like, that like feeling that you couldn't describe. Like I still get that feeling, like, especially when I road trip and I see the signs, you know, with all the different food places. Yeah. And it is, it's literally like this, like part of my brain wants to take over and just like get off and get in line and get. Yeah. Something. And it's just like that, that, that shit is so hard to like get past. I mean, it's obviously possible, uh, but so like setting myself up that way where I, I know that I'm going to have like food and snacks and, you know, um, I don't know. It's just. I took that cue helps. from you. That is literally when we went to Mexico this year, we had a driver pick us up and I added a 30 minute Walmart stop on, yes. on the way in. And we had like all inclusive a couple of days. And I also had that same like, well, it's all inclusive. It doesn't matter that I'm not hungry. Like I need to eat it all. It's free. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And just like, I'm watching everybody getting their chips and guac and everything. And I'm not hungry, but I still feel that I must order every dessert at room service at midnight <laughs> so I can try them all because it's free. You know what I mean? Like, but it's just that like, I like not being able to control it almost a little mm -hmm. bit. Like I had mm -hmm. some moments like that on my trip, but I did go to Walmart on my way in, which was best thing because my husband and I were like we're not we're gonna carry out our luggage with the uh I also got my luggage from Marlena um like mm -hmm. I got that we both bought one 
And so I went there and bought like sunscreen, all of those things too, that I didn't have to carry all that yeah. stuff on, but it was, let's get water, let's get some soda, let's get some snacks that we actually want and not pay $15 for a bag of Doritos. Um, mm -hmm. Just so that when I was hungry or wanted something, I wasn't ordering a, you know, a cheeseburger at four in the morning and paying $99 for it. Um, well, and then if you do that, you're like, well, since I'm getting a cheeseburger, let me also get this chocolate cake. Oh, and let I me will. also get these wings. It was right? really helpful. Like, yeah. Really Honestly, helpful. when I travel, I always find a Walmart, Aldi, something, and at least have the basics. At least yep. have like suffer easy sandwiches, you know, turkey cheese bread, yeah, right? Food, stuff. Yeah, fruit. Some crunchy snacks. Ooh, some white cheddar cheese Cheeto puffs. Mm, those are so yes. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it was really, and I'm like, I'm, I have to do it on my way in because if I don't, yes, yep. Store, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. Like, I mean, unless so you're at your hotel, where you're like, well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so I mean, they literally charge like eight dollars for a thing of Pringles this big, you know, and they were a dollar at the Walmart for the one. That's ridiculous. Big. So actually, it saved us some money too, but it was just nice to sort of have a go-to and not have to think about it. Yeah, oh, I, I love, love that. So thank you for all those great suggestions because I use them. <laughs> Absolutely. So we have less than two minutes left in this recording. Um, did you guys want to record a little bit longer? Hop out and hop back in. It's up sure. to you. I'm Whatever you want to yeah, do. Yeah, you guys down. You got time. All right. Well, if you are listening to this episode, you're just going to have to tune in next week for the second half of it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.